Hello, it's Mr. Doodle. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We are back with a special audio-only Red Bull launch edition episode. Uh, we just got done watching the Red Bull launch, and we're going to talk about that, talk about what's new, what's staying the same. But first, proud of myself. I did it this time. Let's get into the countdown to Formula One. We have 30 days until lights out in Bahrain. Oh, man, 30 days? 30 I'm short so days. It's going to come out, like go by so fast. I can't wait. Is that me? That was me. My bad. Oh, shame on you. Party foul. All right, so the much-anticipated Red Bull launch. They made a huge, uh, there was a huge buildup. They made a huge spectacle over this, and they released the, what is it, the RB19? Is that what it, it is? It was the RB18. It was the RB18. It's, well, <laughs> it's the RB15 like through 18. It, it never changes. They released the RB19, but it's actually just the RB18 sitting there. Like, yeah. it, was, it was not a new car. It wasn't like, even um, a new livery. It, it matched identically. Like, it was. Well, I, I think lit- it had a new sticker on it. <laughs> I don't, maybe. I mean, that was, that was the RB18 up on stage. But I and mean, like, all- kind of like we talked about before, the Red Bull, like, it never changes, but it's no. such a beautiful car. Like, I guess they don't really have to. Well, they did the same thing last year. They released. Like a total dummy car who's just a livery launch. Like it's, it almost makes me angry because I feel like they're like snickering to themselves in the background, like, haha, we totally tricked them. It's like, how dumb do you think we are? That's just the RB18. Like you might have put one new sticker on there. Yeah, right. You know, I feel the same way about their, their build up videos that they do, like this one where they're like, oh no, uh, Max, the car was dropped off in the wrong Manhattan. It was Manhattan, or Nevada. It needs to get to New York in 36 hours. I feel like, so they always do the same thing. They always do the like driving across America, driving across like Europe, whatever it is. I feel like it's all the same footage. They just put a voiceover over it and make it seem like it's something new. I I get kind of tired of those. I think they could do a lot better. They take the cheap way. They do. It's like for Red Bull and all the cool stuff that they do, all the cool driving videos, like letting the drivers go down the Vegas Strip, like just they did the uh, snow uh, racing in the car. That was awesome. You remember when they took the pit crew and put them in an airplane with the car and that was was to make them go into free fall and try and make them do tire change. Like it's Red <laughs> Bull that is what they do. Right. And then they release this hot garbage that you're just like, dude, it, it, not even close. Like a straight up swing and a miss. Yep. Yep. Well, let's talk about the event. So when I turned it on, they were, it was right when it was starting, they swapped over from talking to some of the, like the other Red Bull athletes and like immediately come out with Mr. Doodle. Yeah, <laughs> have you? Do you know who he is? Are you familiar with him? Never heard of him. I really? had to Google him. Yeah, never. So heard Mr. Him. I actually saw him on Instagram a while back. He's like, I think two point seven million followers on Instagram, Jeez. and like that's what he does. He just doodles, doodles. on everything. I, I think the car it's looks a good sick. Name. Yeah, <laughs> it's right there. He's like, hello, it's Mr. Doodle. <laughs> if he watches old videos, and like he legitimately has a house. I, I want to know if he actually lives in that house. Because have you seen it on his no. Instagram? It's like the entire, like 100% interior, exterior is all doodles, just like that. Just like he did the car. Like, Does, it, does it look good? It does, but it, it's like one of those things where it would be like, I would go crazy living in that house. I'd constantly have a migraine. It's just too much yeah. to look at. It's, it's, it's a lot going on. Yeah. 
but I think the car was pretty cool. And they said, um, you know, so we talked about how they don't ever change their liveries, but they did say that they are going to experiment a little bit with the livery this year. So they're going to have the the three American races where uh, I guess the fans can submit whatever kind of livery they draw up and then it'll get voted on and, you know, three custom liveries for each American race, which is going to be pretty sweet. That's like interesting. That. I saw them. I, I saw they released that. I thought that was super interesting. We'll see. You know, it's going to be Bodie McBoatface probably. You know, you let the fans, if it's American fans voting, it's going to turn either completely explicit or completely dumb very quickly. They're going to be like, we shouldn't have done this. <laughs> yeah, this is a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but dude, the launch itself was just a terrible Ford commercial. I mean, it's funny. I, I got up this morning. I was taking a shower beforehand. And I was like, you know, I hope... Like it makes me, I was thinking of uh, Ford v. Ferrari, where mm -hmm. uh, Carol Shelby, Matt Damon goes to the Ford dealer, you know, Ford headquarters with Henry Ford II. And he's like, the problem is, is that, you know, a piece of paper touched 12 people's hands before it touched yours. And like, who do I report to? And he's like, you report directly to me. Well, I was like, I hope it's like that and not bureaucratic Ford Motor Company getting involved. And I was like, well, surely they won't do that. Like, they've learned their lessons, right? Jaguar was a giant failure because Ford Motor Company got directly involved. Like, Cosworth was awesome because Ford just gave them money and let them run it. Like, surely they've learned their lesson. And then they came out with this uh, launch, and it was Ford Motor Company making a commercial and paying everyone on stage to be like, the new EV vehicles from Ford are amazing. It was almost <laughs> as fast as a Formula One car. Yeah. Yay. Max like, is like, oh, oh the pickup. <laughs> it's like, it really gets up and goes. It but was yeah, so bad. That was a lot. And I was actually wondering, I was like, maybe they're, because beforehand, before the event, it, Formula One put out on social media that Ford was coming back. And like everybody knew leading up to it's like, it's going to be Red Bull. Yeah. But then as the thing's going on, I'm like, are they not going to announce Ford? I didn't see Ford anywhere on the on the, the jackets or on the car. And then, yeah, they brought it right at the end. And it was just an absolute, complete Ford commercial at that point. It was bad. And then the best part is, is like, so Max put a good happy face on and did his best to, to be an actor. And he did all right. Checo was just like, I, I don't get paid enough for this crap. <laughs> right. Checo, like in in more broken English than he's actually capable of. Like, I think he played that up a bit. It was just like, well, you know, it was fun. That Maki. They go over to Danny Rick and they're like, what is it that you say you do here? And he's like, oh, nothing as of now. I go to Detroit next week. Yay. Just like, oh my gosh. Like I, I got a. Of raptor, <laughs> we call them Utes in Australia, but I do have a, a raptor. It, it was, was bad. It was an awkward exchange all the way through. But I mean, it's I don't know. It's something to be excited about. I was just kind of let down throughout the whole thing. I thought the biggest disappointment for me and the biggest I don't know, but the host of the show. I don't know who this guy is, but the whole time I'm thinking is like he's a knockoff Matthew McConaughey. It's like you got Ford. Like, isn't he one of the ambassadors of Ford of Lincoln, right? They could have yeah. got Matthew McConaughey up there. Yep. And it was just awkward. Like his interactions with the drivers and with everybody else. 
Um, I, I was sitting but, there and I was like, was none of this rehearsed? Like, it looks like they're like, screw it, we'll do it live. And everyone's just like, all right. And like, you guys, it was, you don't want to read the script? No, I don't need the script. I got this. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really not great. But I'm curious. So it's Cats Out of the Bag, official Ford Red Bull. Um, I did think it was really interesting when Christian Horner was talking. It was pretty clear that like Red Bull's in the driver's seat. This is Red Bull ford first red bull and ford is just gonna help with the motors that's it like mm -hmm. hang on um but you know they were like you know we already have red bull what do they call the engine manufacturer red bull, red bull uh, powertrains red bull powertrains are like you're you know they're partnering with red bull powertrain to me it sounds a lot like hey ford you're going to come in we want your name and we want your money and then we yep. want you to not do anything else don't get corporate don't bring the bureaucracy over here give yep. us your name give us your money shut up and go away um which yeah, if that's actually, what they do is probably for the best right yeah i, I remember i actually wrote it down because uh, the way christian horner said it he was like a strategic and technical partnership with red bull powertrains yeah. So yeah, basically like, basically like, just give us the money when we need you. We'll, we'll say something. We'll let you know. Yeah, and we're not going to need you, but. <laughs> right. It was pretty interesting. I looked up. I didn't know that uh, Ford was actually played. They played a part in ten constructors championships and thirteen drivers championships throughout the history of Formula One so far. So they've actually you know, got more of a history than I was aware of. Um, so it's interesting to see, or it'll be cool to see, you know, how they bring that back. Yeah. I mean, they've definitely been around F1 and motorsports in general. I just, it's kind of what capacity historically, it seems like when they lend their name and their money, things go pretty well. And when they get directly involved, and I don't think that's necessarily like a Ford thing. I think that's giant bureaucratic corporations getting involved. Like you look at all the successful um, teams, they're small, you know, individualized making decisions. Like even, you know, Mercedes, you might say is big, but Mercedes AMG F1 team is a very small, you know, sub department of Mercedes that operates on its own. You don't have Mercedes engineers being pulled from left and right fields. Like, Usually when things are successful in F1, it's small groups of people making decisions. Yeah. And that's what Red Bull currently has going on. That's what Mercedes has. It's not so much what Ferrari has, but kind of what Ferrari has. They're they're getting True. a little bigger. Yeah, we've seen how that's gone. So um, it'll be interesting. So I, I don't know about you, but for me, like none of this was the highlight of the show or the the main thing. I, for me, the highlight of this show and the the one question I want to know is where's Stefano? Yeah, where, <laughs> where the hell oh, is actually Stefano Stefano's Dominicali? not even in the building, huh? <laughs> it's like, how did that happen? <laughs> oh, he's here, guys. He'll be up here. Where where is he at, guys? He should where be here. He? <laughs> he'll he'll be right up on stage. Oh, just kidding. He's not even here. Not even on the building. Oh, my God. Was, I was. So in my mind, I was just imagining 
um, that Mario Andretti and some of his lackeys have Stefano like tied up in a basement somewhere. <laughs> like, you will allow us into Formula One. Someone made a comment on the live comment screen. They're like, "Where is Stefano?" And someone said, "He's he's in the back talking to Michael Andretti right now." And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. <laughs> Michael's making him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did. F one did announce that they're opening up the table for two new teams to join by. 2025 so i was like boom okay so that's andretti gm or andretti cadillac excuse me and uh yep. who uh pantera hopefully i hopefully bet those andretti yeah I, I would imagine it's going to be between those two for the main bid but we'll see watch yeah. them pull something out of left field i'd who be knows? cool with that yeah right but yeah it was um I did something else i thought was interesting um they're talking about the red bull team and ford's you know proud to be joining them and such a successful and they're like well with this driver lineup that we have right here you know we are the best and it's like well i mean it's funny they didn't say you know with max and checo they put all three of them on the stage which is pretty that's rare true. you don't usually have your, your reserve driver up there on stage like that's true they're like with I, this lineup i, I mean i there's got to be some pressure on checo yeah they're that's probably why they're doing that too but and on that though i thought that was pretty cool that they said that you know we, we've known this whole time danny's gonna be third driver he's gonna do exhibitions here and there but we got a little insight today um that he's actually going to be doing a show run both in chicago and in nashville this year which would be pretty mm -hmm. sweet um hopefully they put it out i wouldn't mind trying to make a trip up to nashville for that but yeah i'd totally be down for that he he said danny even said he was like you know we're really gonna be working in the american um territory to like raise awareness and fans and all that stuff there i mean f1 is coming to america Yep. Like it, it's not going to be a European solo sport for long. Yeah, buddy. Well, that was basically it. You know, those are the yeah. highlights of the, the Red Bull launch. Like we said, it wasn't the best, but it was a little taste of F1. We got to see a car, even though it was the same car we saw last year. Yeah. Um, let's see. So far we've got, we're done with Red Bull and Haas. Haas, uh, by the way, though, I thought the Haas livery actually looks pretty cool. Not yeah, I did too. It, you know, it's not what we've been hoping for with the giant American flag yet, but no. it does look pretty cool. We'll see how it performs. It was now. slick. Yeah. It was slick. Like. So let's see. Next, we've got Williams, actually February 6th, so just in a couple days. Uh, then we got the day after that on the 7th, Alfa Romeo, on the 11th, Alfa Tauri, and then on the 13th, both Aston Martin and McLaren, and then the following day, Ferrari, the following day on the 15th is Mercedes, and then on the 16th is Alpine, so they're going to start coming fast and uh in a hurry here I'm excited and, and right after that we're gonna have testing i know a couple days of testing and then march 30 or i'm sorry 30 days from now march 5th lights out in bahrain so i'm looking forward to that we're gonna have to sit there and watch testing it's always fun because you're like are they sandbagging i don't know like last year oh, yeah. was sandbagging so hard nope turns out they're just slow like <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna say the same thing this year it's like oh no we missed the mark again and then first race, they're going to come out and be 30 seconds ahead of everybody else. That'd be awesome Maybe. to watch. Hell yeah. All well, right. All right, well, guys. That's it. It was a quick one. That was. It was a quick one, but a good one. So, hey, uh, so like always, if you like what you're listening to, please give us a five-star review and uh, make sure you share us with a friend. And on that note, Dylan. Stay classy, America. See you next time.